Friends, welcome to another episode of Inquire Inside. My name is Landon Wietrich, and our guest today is Jared Couture. As you'll hear in this conversation, Jared does many things, but at his core, he's simply a guitar player. His primary focus right now is teaching music lessons and making music with his band, Two Cities, One World. My initial intention for this podcast with Jared was to talk about his life and mindset as a musician, but we ended up talking about self-development and how he has helped himself and others identify and pursue what they truly want in life. Jared has an approach to life that is different from many of us, but personally, I found this approach refreshing and intriguing. I definitely discovered things in this conversation that I will be implementing. Thank you all for joining me as we inquire inside today, and we're going to jump right into the conversation. When did you move? I know you lived in Bulgaria for a little while, and then you moved back to the States, and now you're back in Bulgaria, right? Yeah. When did you move back to Bulgaria? I was thinking you were still in the States. Right. Well, we just moved back here in June uh, 2022. So fairly recent. So just recently, yeah, June 11th was our date. And uh, it's been crazy, yeah. Is that a, is that a permanent move, or is this going to be temporary? We'll see. Okay. You know, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not black and white on anything. Sure. That's okay. <laughs> so, honestly, to be, you know, in, in terms of personal development and stuff, like I would like to have multiple properties in different places as my, as I age. So mm. what, what I'm working on right now is creating a place in the mountains. And right now I'm in the city of Sofia. I had the intention of moving and living in the mountains and creating Kung Fu music lessons and finding a place to make my Kung Fu music monastery, which is like the private college that you live at. Yeah. But so I'm working on doing that right now. And we are working on moving in this uh, village here named Belly Iskr. It's very beautiful. And uh, it's part of the Rila mountain. So we're working on that and we're going to build a house on this. It's like in this beautiful place that overlooks this field of flowers and like valley and mountains and I just was living in St. Louis and well, first off, you know, it's like real estate and all that stuff, you know, having many properties. Eventually, originally we, when we left Bulgaria the first time, five years ago, we wanted to um, create, because my band is two cities, one world, right? That's my lifestyle. That means it's just where we are from, but I have a, a fan base in St. Louis and in Bulgaria. We can live in either. I'm building my company in both places on purpose. But I want to own a place in both so I can travel back and forth. And originally, we wanted to Airbnb locations when we weren't there because, uh, you know, rich dad, poor dad gets you, you know, you got to get your assets to pay your base expenses. That's the first step, you know, uh, to financial freedom in terms of Robert Kiyosaki. So we did it. So we already know because we lived in St. Louis and we would come here in the summertime and tour and play right after we moved from Bulgaria, because we still had most of our people there. And we went back in the summers in 2017 and 18. And when we did that, we Airbnb'd our house in St. Louis, which paid all of our bills. And we earned an extra $500 a month. You know what I'm saying? And then the exchange rate goes further here. I was just going to ask so, that. Okay. So it was smart. It was smart. Like, you know, most musicians, like, how are you going to pay for, how are you going to fund your stuff? That was a good way. You have an asset pays our expenses. So we don't have to worry about traveling and touring. We still have to pay our rent. You know what I mean? When we're not even living in that city. Yeah. And then, which really doesn't matter because you can make money anywhere in the world and it doesn't matter. But, um, 
but in that case, like our rent was taken care of and then we we're making money too. So we always wanted to have properties so we could do that. Two cities, one world, go here, go there for any time. At any point, if I want to go to St. Louis and I have a property there, I can go and vice versa. And we can just freely, that was kind of the original plan. And here we are five years later. We had that plan before we moved over five years ago. <clears throat> we did it with the Airbnb thing with our house a little bit, you know, succeeded. And, but it wasn't like we didn't own a property. We, that, that process was tough. So we don't do that yet. But in the long run, you know, we'll do that. But for now, I'm planning on being here for a, 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 good, a good amount of time as far as I know. However, yes, I want to build a house in the mountain and stay and be at peace and like practice as much as I can and gig as much as I can, you know? So yeah, long answer, but so, you know, <laughs> I'm, thank you for sharing that. I didn't, I didn't know you were even into like Robert Kiyosaki and, and all I that. I told you, man, I had my own, my own company, the dominate your life program. And okay. the only reason I've stopped lately, the main reason is because I I have to live my dream and I have to spend as much time on it as possible. And what I want more than anything is to play music every day. Because when I don't, and when I would just do administrative work and stuff for other companies, like I had the Dominate Your Life program, which is a personal development company that I created. And then I also worked with the Awesomeness Company with Trace Haskins, who, who used to be the doodle dude on YouTube like 12 years ago. And now he's evolved and he has his own beautiful company. Now he's a personal development teacher. He's wrote tons of books. He's like worked with so many people in the Bob Proctor network. So I got to go do stuff in the Bob Proctor circles and work behind the scenes. And that was really cool from working with Trace. Mm -hmm. And I used to write articles for all kinds of personal development companies like this personal development app. And, uh, you know, their lessons are coming from me, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's under their name. But then also the Million Dollar Club, which is a, this guy want to create, you know, club for millionaires, people who want to become millionaires, that give you financial information, then you you be one. Or if you are one, you help share. And um, But also I did, just so you know, I did a size seminars. Um, so, yeah, well, here's the thing. This is what happened, man, because you don't know. Because, yeah. you know, you and I were, were together in Shiloh, Illinois, doing yeah. guitar lessons. I went to Merrimack and St. Louis, Umsel for Music, had the band Rhyme or Reason, mm -hmm. was teaching at Lacefield. Yep. That's what I was doing. Okay. Yeah. And I decided I needed to study again. I wanted to go back to college, but I did not like the typical standard education systems. It drove me insane because they only taught classical and jazz and everything else the teachers thought was nonsense. And although I love both classical and jazz music, the uh is not how the people are making money in the industry the mo the richest people you know not to say it, that's not totally true but it is like they're the lowest on like their record sales and stuff so why would a why would you not learn something to be in the contemporary world so i went to a contemporary school i felt like it was very outdated where musicians institute in hollywood famous git guitar institute of technology some of the greatest fusion guitarists of all time go there teach there there's the best and they literally teach like over 100 genres. Like, like there's classes. Yeah. It's like, it's like funk. It's like subcultures of certain types of funk and certain electro and certain Latin and, and South American and African and 
10 different types of rap and like there's literally like 100 times funk reggae like you can be a, a, a superstar in whatever area you want you know so i decided to go there so i left missouri i was like it's time for me to roll out the band split up that was the main thing um rhyme there was reason. more to it but yeah rhyme or reason there was more to it but that was part of a big huge catalyst there and um and at that time, I did that because I was studying personal development, too, a lot. And I was uh, reading Jack Canfield a lot. And if you know Jack Canfield, Chicken Soup for the Soul, he wrote those books, him and his buddy. So I used to have, like, all my personal development stuff, uh, pages. Like, I take notes. I read books, take, take notes. And I, I put them all over my walls were filled with notes. And I would just walk to my walls and read something, like anything. And one cool thing that... Jack Canfield had to do as an exercise. It was something like, it's probably like to be, uh, you know, it's like be, do, have, you know, these like a big lessons in personal development. Like you're not a human doing, you're a human being. How are you being? You know, that's why emotional intelligence is important. Yeah. How are you being? You have to understand how we're, how we're being, you know what I'm saying? But he was like, right, 30 things you want to do before you die, 30 things you want to have, 30 things you want to be, something like that. I don't exactly remember. So it's 90 things. And three categories, I wrote them. That was one big thing. And a lot of the things on that list was like, you know, live, like, like live by a mountain, like live in another country, speak another language, go back to music school. Even Musicians Institute might have been on the list or, or Berkeley or something. And, and all these things. And man, you'd be surprised. That's what I wanted to do before you die. It's like, if you just write down what you want in your life, it, that so many of those things happened in like a year after I wrote that two years, I ended up moving to California, which I always wanted to go to living right next to running Canyon on Hollywood Boulevard, going back to music school, met a foreign girl, moved to Bulgaria, had to speak Bulgarian. I'm moving, building a house in the mountains still, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Create, make one of the most creative music schools in the world. Like I make Kung Fu music lessons. Yeah. I'm literally doing all that stuff and I did it. But when, so I was all into it and I was doing other spiritual things in St. Louis at that time uh, with, with, with some people like Pookie, who's one of the biggest spiritual leaders in St. Louis. Anyway, I went to LA, stumbled into a personal development party. Didn't even know what it was. I thought I was going to a studio. It was some dude's birthday party, Hunter Wade <laughs> at Precise Seminars, which is one of the oldest running seminar companies in the world for personal development, the industry. Okay. Because what happened was in the very beginning, you have William Patrick created this course called Mind Dynamics, evolved from Mind Dynamics. All the students of Mind Dynamics, the teachers, they ended up making their own companies. And I'm sure you heard of many of them. There's like all these seminar companies. Some people don't like this. They think it's horrible. Most of them have never done it. And so, you know, but it doesn't matter. There, this is a, a world that exists. And uh, one of those companies is Sci Seminars. I ended up being at their party. Man, it was like the greatest thing ever. And they're talking about, so like Jack Canfield, I was telling them the story. They're like, how did you get here? I told them what I just told you. I wrote down the stuff. I'm here. They're like, dude, do you know where you are right now, Jared? <laughs> they're like, do you even know? I was like, I have no idea. I thought I was, I didn't even want to go. My friend MinQ from MI took me to a studio to go. He was going to go record. No, it was a birthday party in a garage. <laughs> but but it was awesome because they were so fancy all the time. They had fancy food, all this food. And I get there, I was so mad. I did not want to be there. 
I wanted to practice. I got there. I was like, what? There's like free food everywhere. All these cool people, fancy house, playing music. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and it's like, it seems like it's my birthday. I'm like, okay. Then anyway, then we're in the garage. We all play music. We're jamming. We do like karaoke. Like, not karaoke. Everybody takes a turn. Like it's like open mic. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Min Q hated it. I loved it. Didn't want to leave. At first I was like, I told him when I got out of the, when we were going to leave, I was like, dude, if I don't like this. Please let's leave in an hour. I, didn't know. I don't want to be here. And then he couldn't get me to leave all night because I found out it was this personal development company. I was, yeah. And I wanted to do seminars because I thought successful people do seminars. I want to do that. I had done one for real. So, so they're like, do you know where you are? You're in the house of size seminars. They're like, Jack Canfield came up with the name for chicken soup for the soul at the Casa, which is like the main hub of size seminars. Yeah. And I was like, what? And like, he comes there often and all kinds of other people like Les Brown and Bob Proctor and the biggest names in, in personal development. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah. So that was huge. And long, so that, that's a long story. I don't know, shorten the rest of it. Since then I did like all of their classes and was volunteering for basically a year and a half straight. I was in different seminars. Actually the, the reason I'm in Bulgaria is because of one of the games that we played which is a 90 day game and you have five goals and physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. One of them was a money goal. They called mental like business. I changed that whole method. I thought it didn't make sense to me, but I think mental is for learning education, okay. you know, like strengthen your mind and, and, and your career is your career. It's not exactly the same, but you know, they make it just condense, whatever. So a money goal of mine, I had a money goal. I was sucking. It was so hard in LA. It's so yeah. hard. <laughs> sure. You gotta, you gotta hustle for years for real. And you can kick butt, but you need five to ten to fifteen to twenty years for real. You can't just go there for two years and like think you're all this. Like it works. Like I did a lot of amazing things, but still. So, so I had a money goal. Somehow, honest Bulgarian. I didn't even know anything about Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had a money goal and somehow Anna's mom happens to be a celebrity. I don't know. She's a celebrity here and she yeah. got invited to go on this television show, Big Brother, but it's VIP brother. It's the celebrities of Bulgaria. Okay. They go live in a house. You know, Big Brother is. It, it sounds familiar. It's something I pr should probably know. <laughs> no, it's, it's nothing you need to know. Okay. It's some reality TV. But I took, but somehow it's a reality television show. Sure. You live in a house together. Somebody gets kicked out every week. Right? Okay. okay. And the producers try to create arguments and have people like mess with each other yeah. so they can create drama. T so typical anyway, reality TV. Yeah. Right. I didn't know anything. I, I tried everything in the 90 days, like to make money. I tried more stuff than I've ever done <laughs> for real. I was more open than ever. I applied for all kinds of jobs that normally I said I would have never done. Yeah. And uh, I only got an opportunity to go on this show for some reason. They were like, we could come too and we can get paid. And they paid more than my money goal. So I said, if I can sign the contract before this 90 days is up, I get my goal. And we confirmed 100% we were going. I didn't sign a contract, but we confirmed like it was settled. And uh, so we're like, okay, we're going to go to Bulgaria. And I don't know anything, but I'm doing this for my money goal for a personal development seminar. <laughs> and 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 uh and we 
do we go to Bulgaria? We go on the TV show. We're supposed to come right back to the U.S. We, we just left L.A. We're like, we're going to move to St. Louis. We went to St. Louis for like two weeks, hopped on a plane, went to Bulgaria. Then Anna wasn't allowed to re-enter the U.S. Uh. And it took over three years for her to get her green card just for them to send the travel documents that they were supposed to because USCIS sent them to the wrong address and refused to reissue them. So we couldn't have them to return. And we had to go through this insane immigration process, waited for three years, but it turned out to be great. So we lived here okay, and then played here and created everything, jobs and careers, and all of our stuff. And then uh, we had to move back. So she would live in the U.S. for her green card. So we said, all right, we're going to live here for three years and live here for three years, and then we'll see what we want to do in the end. So we lived there for five years because after three years, we did decide to come back. But again, COVID happened and immigration was like 10 times slower, literally, or more. And then St. Louis was very slow. So we had to wait for two years for Anna's uh, citizenship so we could leave because otherwise if we would have come here she wouldn't have been able to come back again unless we only stayed for less than six months yeah every year so there's so many things to you know being in a being in a um, multicultural or or, or international relationship is extremely challenging people don't realize everybody's like oh you're married it's like um no (laughs) this is insane there's so much stuff to deal with it's so funny (laughs) <laughs> but it's all worth it. So I got on my dreams, but but you know you got to be specific and maybe not one so much because you don't really know. There's a lot of baggage that comes with literally everything. So yeah, like I wanted to live in another country, speak another language, right? I wrote it on my paper. Here I am, 15 years later, living in Bulgaria. And I speak Bulgarian. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But 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 like. The, the journey of it all has been amazing. Sure. There's been some insane challenges. So so that's why we're here, man. And then I did a bunch of seminars here for people I created. And then I, yeah, that's I learned all this stuff about like Tim Ferriss and digital nomads and the whole lifestyle. And I worked with a lot of entrepreneurs, traveling entrepreneurs, created my personal development company. But I used to go back to St. Louis and I was also involved in seminars. And I was involved in a seminar, like tons so I've been in that world for a long time. And then, of course, in the music world. But uh, anyway, I'll stop yeah. talking let you ask another question. But one best <laughs> thing I want to add to that 90-day game that we did, yeah. dude, it's one of my goals is a physical one, and I wanted to get back into Shaolin Kung Fu. I wanted to do Shaolin Kung Fu. Yeah. And I did it in L.A. It was awesome. And then, so I lived my dreams. And here I am again, 15 years later, created Kung Fu Music Lessons. Because what do I love most? I, I talk about living an integrated lifestyle because I've had my own businesses now for, I've always worked for myself, always. So so that's an integrated lifestyle. Like I love Kung Fu. I love music. I have Kung Fu music lessons. I love being a teacher. I also have two cities, one world. And I had the Dominate Your Life program because I'm a natural teacher and I just can't help it. So these three were like my life. And then I took this one out, which I still love. But I just really need to play music eight hours a day if I can. So I do two cities, one world, and kung fu music lessons. And that's my lifestyle. You know what I mean? That's amazing. So here we are, man. Yep. Just, and in, in unfortunately, 
Jared, I don't know you well as well as I would like to, but from what I do see just on social media and everything, you absolutely seem like, and, and everything that you just shared, it, it, it's consistent with what I'm about to say is just you, you strike me as the type of man that you, you get a taste for something you want or you, you I, as soon as you identify something that you want, you go after it. Would you, would you agree with that? I mean, I don't know what I'm learning these days. There's so many different philosophies, you know, cause you get, there's a whole personal development philosophies and, and then there's where they really come from. And you go deeper into all the religions and spiritualities of the world. And like in Buddhism, which I really don't know that much about, but I do know one of the things that they mention is about like not having desire. Hmm. And I've and I used to say, oh, this this is that, this is that, because you have to desire so you can go get your goals, dreams. But it's like I'm learning to want less. Sure. It's so important. Okay. Because we want so much, just like a baby, like we want, 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 want. Why do I need to want more all the time? It, it's that's they, they say because in, in like Taoism stuff like that's that's where you experience suffering through desire so i wrestled with that idea for a long time but i get it it's like for real because i want something and then i'm a, then i'm upset that i don't have it yeah it works so hard yeah and then maybe i need it for 10 years and i'm still just trying to get this thing i want you know what i mean but why do i have to want when everything is okay so I do want, and I do go after my goals. Yes. And I'm at a stage of my maturity where I'm trying to want less. It's important because it's too much. It's already too chaotic. Life is so insane. I don't want it to be so busy. So I'm trying to relax, you know, as much as I can, but I definitely teach and say that, you know, it's important first off that you just, the main thing is there's a butterfly effect. So it's important to be who you are, uh, truly. And two, it is important to go after your true desires, your true heart's desires, to not let society or anyone, because could anything or any structure or any system say, this is how you must be, to not be placed into a box. It's like you are either, you know, like you are either the doer or you, what is it? You're either taking your life by your own hands or you're getting taken, you're yeah. getting taken advantage yeah. of. So that means if you have, that's why I create my own businesses. That's why I don't work for a corporation or something. I would, if I loved it and believed in what they're doing, that's the thing is if I'm going to work with someone else, it's got to be in line with my vision. Like what do I want to create in the world? And because that's it, we have a limited time. What do I want to do with my life? What do I want to create? What legacy do I want to leave? You don't have to want to leave a legacy. But that's one of the, for example, one thing I've had my guys do that I learned from other guys, 500 year legacy. Like we used to write a 20 year vision. So that changed my whole life. I'm doing a 20 year vision. So I can share that exercise with you. It'll, it'll change everyone's life. If anyone does this, I promise you, it will put set you on your path. But 500 year legacy is, is a lot longer. So <laughs> something to think about. And so what are we doing, you know? So I know what I want. And it's important to visualize what you want as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And to, there's the metaphysical world and there's the physical world. And the metaphysical is everything starts in the mind. So when you close your eyes, you can imagine anything and all of vibration and all of reality can be broken down to like a vibration, which is unseen by the eye because there's a light spectrum, the electromagnetic light spectrum. There's seven 
there's seven different uh, places of the spectrum, different things like x-rays and all these waves. And because everything is a wave, that's what they say these days, you know. So, and these days are saying, but I'm just saying, you know. So the visible light spectrum is like tiny, and the and the whole thing is like this. Mm -hmm. So there's all this reality swimming around us that we just don't see with our eyeballs. Mm -hmm. And people to say that all of this is fake is uh, delusional, and and uh, it's like I don't even know. I don't want to. Say, I don't know what to say about it. Sure, it's insane. Yeah. So there's a lot, right? So my point is everything starts in the mind. That lives in the metaphysical world. It doesn't live in here. We can't see it. That's why they say thoughts are things they create a real measurable wave, right? Moving that you can't see, just like music is a wave. You can't see it, but it hits you and you can feel it. The big sub, boom, you feel that. You get yeah. chills, shock. Your body resonates as an instrument. It literally resonates and it creates a sound. It literally creates its own vibration, which is nuts. But anyway, my point is, yeah, it's important to visualize in the metaphysical and then take action. Then go actually do it. You have to actually do it too. It will attract just from thinking about it, but you have to do both, especially because we live in a physical reality. I think one of the parts I've learned of alchemy or like one of the keys to, to that whole thing is like you live in a physical world. I don't know, man. I haven't figured out how to levitate yet. So you got to physically move and, and do it. Like you want bigger muscles, you got to go to the gym mm -hmm. and you got to freaking do it more. Mm -hmm. And you want bigger muscles, then you need more weight yeah. or more reps or something. It's like it's physical like that too. So some people diss on, you know, personal development. They're like, you can't just think about something and do it. But that's not everything. It's that literally everything you can imagine started in the mind. Like somebody thought about headphones before they actually attempted to create them and failed many times and then actually created it. And now it's a common thing. Mm -hmm. Everything you can see was first a thought for the most part, you know, so so I create, so I visualize what I want and I take action on it. You know? Sometimes I don't feel happy and I'm depressed and life's hard, but I, I still, that's the main thing is you're writing it down. The first step to making your dreams physical is writing it down because literally it's physical now. It exists in the physical world. So if I want to create Kung Fu music lessons, that's what I'm doing and have already done. And I, I write Kung Fu music lessons. Now you can see it too. Yeah. You have to listen to my song, The Dreaming Tree, okay? Okay, okay. It's called, because it comes from my priming routine that I do every morning, right? Tony Robbins, people have priming routines. Yeah, right? yes, yes, of yeah. course. I'm familiar with that. So, so so I'll tell you what I did. Here's my basic structure. Let's just say it fast yeah. so I don't waste time. Basically, I, and I taught all of my students to do this, and I did it for years, every day, consistently, even when I don't want to, you know? Yeah. Wake up, uh, shower. Because I clean my my body, because there's your 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 anyway your your body mind soul. So then, so the priming routine is like a meditation, but it's a very specific way of thinking to get you through different stuff. You can create your own. You can mix and match like as long whatever you want. But what I thought was really optimal in the personal development industry for what they are, the tools that was being taught was first take a breath for your body. You 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 imagine like. You think your whole body visualizes healing inside and out. So the outside and out, the inside, because one breath is in, one breath is out. So you get both for the body, then the mind. And during that process, I'm visualizing on purpose something in my mind, just just to, just to 
just to work that creativity, imagination, muscle, mm, yeah. working the muscle of imagination. And then one breath for my soul, because we are our body, mind, soul. This one's metaphysical. So is this one. This is the only one physical. People, people think this is the most important. This is the lowest level of consciousness one. And, and for the listeners, this, just point to the body finger. <laughs> this one, the mind one is, is cool. But yeah, of course. And then the soul one is the one that's supposed to be infinite, right? Yeah. We have a spirit, body, mind, spirit. You know, Christianity is the same. It's, it's like this. They just say it like different. Like, because you have like the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm. Like, this is the Holy Ghost. It's okay. the spirit. Okay. Yeah. It's your soul. Yeah. And if it, if it becomes infinite, it's infinite. So this part is the real part we need to get in touch with. That's why we need to go to that place. And then you're, that's what I think, what, what the real, what, what it means to be awake just means to acknowledge that you have a soul and give time for it. Because spirituality, it's literally in the name, spiritual, spirit ritual. Mm -hmm. It just means that you give, like you pray, you give time to your soul. You, it's a ritual, it means you do it every day or all the time. So spirit ritual, that means you just acknowledge your spirit every day. You just acknowledge that you have a soul and it is, you know what I mean? Some people sure. don't. So they think, they think there's only, this is only real. Now this is the visible light spectrum. Okay. This is not. And to decredit, that's insane because everything starts in the mind. But sure. so this is the link between both worlds. Okay. Okay. You see? Yeah. Because yeah. now this is the God particle of us. Like, like God created everything, but I believe like I'm a part of God. God created me. I'm, What's seen through my eyes is what God is seeing. Like God is looking through sure. my eyeballs. It's, it's, it's a perspective of, of the total. But, but I'm a partial creator. Like we got to do stuff. Like right? we got to create the world. It's got to ask somebody else, hey, Moses, go do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like somebody's got to, it's like we're like the middle link between the body, mind, and soul. So the mind is where I think about, yeah, maybe I feel it in my heart to play music here like from everything. But but here I can imagine what I want. And then here I can go create it and do the moving pieces. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting off topic, but that. take a body, take a breath for your body, mind, soul in that order, lowest level of consciousness to highest level of consciousness, the realest self, this is our realest self. The soul. And then, yeah. yeah. And then, so then I go through the, through the chakras actually. It's just good things to think about. It's like, if you don't have to like that, but it just creating that awareness is really cool. So the root chakra is about being grounded and rooted and like I'm stable to the earth. I'm human. I'm a physical being. I'm connected. I'm grounded. You need to take a second and just breathe and ground mm -hmm. my being. And, and, and it's about the lowest levels of consciousness. So I release the lowest levels of myself, like guilt and shame and anger and jealousy and greed and like the low level things in myself that are not the truth of who I am. Because the truth of who I am come from the soul. And I believe that's pure. That's purity. It's the truth is the pure. So the other things that are impure are not the truth of who you are. And that's ego. So we have to understand our ego. So anyway, so we go through the root chakras. Good. Let go of the bad behaviors. Ground myself. Stay connected to Mother Nature, to Mother Earth. And then there's gravity and magnetism in the Earth and stuff. So, And then we go up to the, uh, to the next one. And this one's all about, this is where the reproductive organs are. And this is where sacral chakra, this is where, so that's about, and then like in Kung Fu, like that's the Dantian. That's where your energy comes, that's where chi comes from. And, and this uh, place, you know, we have India, we have China. I'm looking at it, two places saying it's the same. Mm -hmm. And 
So it's about, this is where the fountain of youth comes from. Like if I need energy, I can get it from here. If my body doesn't have energy, I honestly know I have infinite energy. It's like how you can muscle through some crazy thing whenever like you're just the, you know, you're down and out, but somehow you conquer the world. You know, it's like, it's like you can't find it within you. You have mm-hmm. it in infinite energy. You can, you can like give it to yourself. So, so there's the place for that creating life, being creative, getting energy, And then the next place is the solar plexus. This is for you. So like I have a contract that I got in my personal development industry stuff, like in site seminars, everybody gets their own personal contract. Mine is I am a confident, powerful, worthy leader living. uh, uh, What's it? I'm a confident, powerful, worthy leader living a life of a liberated abundance now or something. That's mine. So I say that. And then I just say to myself, um, like I will be my true self like 100% and never let anything else like diminish that. I want to be the truth of who I am all the time. So what? I'm goofy. I'm this, I'm that. Some person doesn't like it. That's okay. I don't have to hang with them. That's just, that's, that's who I am. And I must be myself. It's very important because that's, it's so important to be the truth of who you are because that makes the world go around. Then you get to the heart. And the first thing I do is I forgive myself for anything I've ever done. And then I literally forgive everything and everybody has ever done anything to me and then i and then the heart creates the most magnetism actually and uh, electricity in your body Mm -hmm. this organ so that mixed with the solar i mean mixed with the sacral chakra the fountain of youth let's call it this infinite energy sometimes i connect these two places for healing Mm -hmm. to heal your body thinking about them sending energy from my heart and electricity to certain parts of my body for this metaphysical healing actually to physically heal Maybe it works, maybe not. Wim Hof would say it does, but you know, so then, we, yeah. so then we go up here though to the throat. The thing about the throat is it's like, you got to understand like what you're putting in your body is nourishing your body and what you say nourishes the world around you, or it doesn't. If I eat crap all the time, I'm going to die faster. And then if I say crap all the time, I'm going to kill the people around me like with negativity or yeah. with impure thoughts or whatever. So it's important to like take, care for what I'm putting in for what's going out. It's also about talking too much, talking too less. Like right now I'm talking too much, but it is an interview <laughs> and I'm, and I'm giving you golden, golden stuff that people would pay me for, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you guys some of the stuff. And so just so you know, cause then when it's over, like this is this mode when it's over and then we're just talking, hanging, I'm just, gonna, it's a totally different me, right? I'm not in this mode, but, but here I am to give. So, so, uh, so that's important. And, um, there's different things you can do with the throat, but then you go up to the third eye. This is about imagination. This is about connecting to that place where you close your eyes and imagine and create the world you want. It's about deeper stuff, like people who can see things in different places of the world, like the military uses people who can do it for real. This is, you know, this, and, uh, and you can get, get these kind of maybe psychic abilities, quote unquote, not necessarily psychic, but there's different ways of working this out. It's different elements of it. It's about creativity. And then you go to the top, which is the crown. And that's about God. And you know, for you, you might want to connect to Jesus there. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a Christian, like that's what I'm saying, like whatever it is for you, but let's just connect to, to the stuff. And, uh, and this part, sometimes I visualize like white light coming in then and, and, uh, 
purifying the whole body and cleansing it and like getting rid of all the anything bad in any way that's been stored in me so there you go so there's that element then the chakras are done then you say three things you're grateful for i learned that from tony robbins you think about it for a little bit give time and then you visualize your greatest vision for a little bit that's where i said it right what do you this this is the answer right here to your original question yeah in my priming routine you get to that point and then after that you i and others who have done this uh i say right um just declare what you will give of yourself today in exchange for the gift of life so today i feel like i want to give you know this information to you and the viewers and whatever it is but i would say this in the beginning of the day before looking at my cell phone or doing anything and then my routine is go warm up on guitar for one hour straight before i look at anything then I just take a break and then I get on with my day. And I am not doing that exactly every day right now, but I have done it for like two straight years, you know, different times. And this priming routine is online. You can uh, actually use it 15 minute morning priming routine. You can put on the headphones, hear it. And I have a uh, five two eight frequency in it. So if anybody wants, you can check it. It's on my two cities, one world YouTube channel, but that's the one I would do every day. And then the song, which I was saying, yeah. Um, is about that. It says, you know, I live inside the dreaming tree of my mind and up it mm. grows. Strong and rooted chakra, the bottom one, color full of love's endless glow. This is maybe here visualizing. You know, I live inside the dreaming tree of my mind and up it grows because I chose what my spirit knows. That's visualizing your greatest vision and, and, and just, oh, this is about intuition too. That's important. Mm. Number six. Okay. So about being open to intuition, intuition, visual intuition, like images that come to you sometimes and being able to see something beyond what you think, like it, visual intuition and intuition in general. And then the last lyric is my destiny. You know, because I chose what my spirit knows, my destiny. Boom. Mm-hmm. And that is just me trying to be who I truly am, visualize my greatest vision, and act on it every single day. And and then the next lyric goes, and it's a restarting of the next verse, and you can see that. I live inside the dreaming tree of my mind. But it's a double meaning. It means, and you can see that. You can physically Mm. see that I'm living the dreams that I'm thinking about. There is science, there is proof for all these people who want to be like, this doesn't work, you're so dumb. It's like, no, obviously you can see that. I literally created Kung Fu music lessons and yeah. I thought of that years and you wrote it down, did all the stuff, visualize it, blah, blah, blah. Now I've got students all over the world. I do it. And you can see that. Yeah. So that's like, think about it, then write it down as the first step to being the physical world. Now it's real and you can literally see that. So there's the truth. And then you got to actually move your body, take action and do stuff until until you can really see it and you can really see that my logo yeah you know what i'm saying so so there's a huge lesson for you that's all coming from my primary routine and then i wrote an awesome song about it so like the two cities one world you know is our mission statement is to raise the consciousness of the planet through the power of music so i try to be subtle and cool and give messages in a way that are open and easy but if, if I never explained that to somebody, they would not know 
Well, you know, they would just think it's nice and pretty. Yeah. But it's so yeah. deep when I really explain the sure. lyrics. And it's like, so I try to give it like that. So I'm raising people's consciousness. I'm making them, I'm trying to help them grow and be, be who they are and uh, and be honest with themselves and true and authentic and, and, and chase their dreams. Yeah. Be themselves. Create the perfect butterfly effect. That's the way it's intended to. If we don't, I feel like we're slapping God in the face. Mm-hmm. It's like you have a desire to go do this thing. Oh, but society says you need to go work this this five to nine for because that's what your mom thinks is okay. Well, your mom doesn't have your intuition and feelings, yeah. and and neither does society. And it's easy to literally do anything. If we have to create a job in this life and work, you can literally do anything. If you work at eight hours a day like you work any other job, you'll be successful. It's literally anything can make money, but people, so yeah, I've helped a lot of people figure out their dream jobs and transition and actually do what they want, make a career doing what, just who they are. That's what I call integrated lifestyle. I just want to play music all day. So I teach lessons and I gig and I do all this music stuff and I get to play in the end. I'm just playing guitar and I have to pay other people money for my house and stuff. So, okay. But I'm just playing guitar. (laughs) But, you but that's your ultimate vision, though, right? Or, or, or maybe I'm not using the right words, yeah. ultimate vision, ultimate goal, but just, just to play guitar all day, pretty much. Eight, I mean, eight that's, hours a day. that's how I, <laughs> if I can, that's the best option. That's what I want to do with my life. There's more things, and you know, but I want to play music as much as I can. So it all, yeah. what I hear you saying and, and how everything is integrated, I love that because I think a lot of us, we, we divide up our lives. Okay, I have family here. I have my career here. I have my hobbies here. And you're saying have a foundation of where all everything that you do stems from and integrate it all. Am I, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, you said it well because you, you mentioned these different topics like normal personal development stuff. The topics that I use in my company, I'll tell you, it's like this. They, you have... First, you have your golden goal. And that means it's the number one thing. If you can only have one thing, what could it be? Here's a question. If you could only do one thing for your whole life, if you could only do one thing, like if you only create one thing in your whole life, what would it be? If you had one goal in your entire life, what is it? You have to answer that question. You don't have to answer that in this second. Mm-hmm. It might take time. It's a big question, but you have to answer it. Everybody's got to write it down. And so the golden goal is the golden goal. But then you have physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. Physical is physical. Exercise habits, eating habits, sleeping habits, exercise habits. Everybody needs basic exercise habits, you know, and, and eating habits, which is the same physical, uh, you know, spiritual, something like connecting, like praying, be connected in some way, whatever, meditate every day, whatever it is for you, go to church, like whatever it is for you to stay connected. Uh, physical, mental, spiritual, whatever, mental, we'll call it. This is like exercising your brain power strengthening your mind could be visualizing just visualizing is mental or reading habit reading habit you know what i mean um and then emotional emotional intelligence there's a lot of potential things basics like zero complaining put a rubber band on your wrist you catch yourself complaining you pop it eventually you'll 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 stop popping it so much and you'll start figuring it out oh okay you know that's one little thing you could do there's a lot of emotional but i teach a lot of lessons in each category as well but there's whatever you got to have something for you and then uh so that's golden goal physical mental spiritual emotional and then we have career as a, as a subject we have finances as a subject these are two separate blocks they're hmm. not the same people think they're the same that's where a lot of people suck 
no offense to you. I love you guys. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just being funny. But I'll explain why. You'll get it. It'll make sense. So career and finances are separate. And then you have to have network because your network is your yeah. net worth. So it's important to know who you're spending your time with. Write it down every week, twice a week. I saw all these people every week, every week. Every time you know, you know who, you know, the question is, because everybody knows who the top five people you spend the most time with, great, yeah. yet, but who's doing it? You got to write it down consistently. Write it down. Every week. That's awesome. Every time. Yeah. For years, you start to figure yourself out real well. And anyway, there's a lot of lessons to be done in there. I have a lesson. It's like, you have to write that down. Plus you write down the five people who you actually know who can help you get your dreams fastest right now. And then the five people who you don't know, who you would love to know, who can help you keep your dreams fastest. And then you got to contact all those people. And then you pay attention to those 10 people. You also just see the other side, which is just what's happening. And you can specify. Anyway, keep tabs on your contacts. Um, and the other one is like top two priorities. It's like, what are the top two priorities a day? Just say that first every day. So that's the main stuff. I have a little more, but that's like a main thing that... I connect with my people on twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, call it review and renew. And we do quarterly goals, annual goals and quarterly goals every three months. And, uh, and then we refresh every three months, but we also have our annual goals every year. So that's kind of how I work with people and have a lot of lessons and then help them specify. And I'll just answer the one thing I said. So career and finances, why is it yeah. different? Your career yeah. is what you do. It's your contribution to the world and the real Let's change, let's change that career with contribution to the world. There's a lesson on that. That's a lesson everybody has to learn. How are you contributing to the world? What do you want to contribute in your life? Like, are you just aimlessly working a job just because you get paid and you have no idea? You know, this is where you get to wake up, connect to your soul, be who the truth of you are, and contribute to this world. Like, God gave you the time to be here now. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with this physical time you have? What legacy are you going to leave? How are you going to contribute to the world? Now you make your career that, okay? And that's why I want to contribute with music and music lessons. And that's who I am. That's what I love. And personal development, uh, which, yeah, I still do sometimes. It's like, you know, it's all personal development. But, um, and then money, finances is how you deal with your money. Finances is you have money. Now, you know how many accountants for corporations don't do the same things for their personal income that oh, they do for the companies. Yeah. I've talked to so many people, so many, and so many, uh, I'm sorry to rag on you guys, but man, there's a lot of accountants and there's a lot of financial advisors who really suck. Yeah. Pardon me. I love you guys. I'm just saying, you know, if you're not doing Robert Kiyosaki thing for real, if you're a financial advisor, and you've never read that book. I was no way I'm talking to you. Yeah. People are just scaring people into life insurance. They're literally scaring people into them getting paid because they have a specific way of teaching. But is it really going to make someone a millionaire? It might help if you really want to play safe and, and live that sheepish American lifestyle and, and be in that structure. If you really want to be stuck in that structure and you love it, this will be a really cool, slow way that will help you do something smart. But if you just study on your own, you can literally just do it yourself. So like what I do is everybody has to do splits. So there's a basic financial habits. There's the richest man in Babylon book. Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. It's one of the oldest popular uh, financial education books. There's a lot of personal development books that are not greatest on financial education. They're great on emotional intelligence and programming and understanding your money beliefs. Uh, but then it's like, okay, 
you know, when you want to really understand finances for real. So that's why I mix the two. So you, you have to, that's why Robert Kiyosaki is a great teacher. And, but, but rich man of Babylon, I like mix that with Robert style. And basically it means you have to have some basic splits. Like if you go to a financial advisor, they will split your money up in a different, they will allocate the like money allocation. They'll allocate different percentages to different things. That's what I'm saying. You just create your own splits. So I have like six splits. When I get money, I immediately put this percentage, that, 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 but they go into all these different accounts right away every single time. And I'm always cool. If you always save money, you'll always have money. If you never save money, you'll never have money. doesn't matter how much you make. People spend more than they make almost everybody. So, so the basic splits are you got to pay yourself first 10%. So, so what you make, whatever, however you get paid, um, you get, let's say you get paid once a month. Let's just for ease. Let's just yeah. say what somebody gets a paycheck. I don't, I, I don't work like that because I have my own business. There's no way I could do it, yeah. <laughs> but I pay myself, but I kind of do actually, I do because I pay myself once a month. So actually okay. I do, and okay. I do my splits. So first thing I do is the thing is you have to pay, that's a personal savings. So a lot of people have like a 401k. And that's kind of it, like a 10%, 12%, whatever goes, 15% goes to your 401k. It's kind of like that. But anyway, you pay yourself 10% at least minimum because first off, you did a lot of work and you need to congratulate yourself before you congratulate the person who wants money for your water bill. Before you pay all your bills and give money to everybody else, you have to pay yourself. It's an emotional habit. It's about self-respect. It's like, I did this work. I have to pay myself first because I really worked for it. So it's 10% is a minimum personal savings. Now this personal savings can be reinvested. Smart investments only. It's, it's easy to lose money. Mm-hmm. You have to be very smart about it, but you can make way more money this way. So you, you start to grow a money tree with it eventually because eventually you do the other thing. You stop trading your time for money, trade money for money. But you got to know that it literally takes years and years of consistent saving to build wealth. Like, it's okay that it's not going to happen this month. You know, you're struggling. You can't pay your bills. People are like, there's no way I can do that. Like, I have so much. It's like, I understand. But in two years, because life is, if you're still alive, it's like two years is nothing. And then you'll always have money. So you got to slowly build it. So 10% and then 20% goes to any debt. That's the second split. Any debts you have, you can divvy them up at least 20%. I understand that people have a lot more debts sometimes than what they make, but that's the basic. Now that's 30% that goes away right away. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's it. You just commit to that. But Mike, Mike, we have much more, you know, like uh, taxes are 15%. So it's like, okay, now I got a 15% tax fund. You have to, you save, yeah, save for taxes. Wow. I'd be surprised how, how easy it is. And, and then actually how most of the time you don't need that much money. You just have so much extra money because you did it, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. But when you, when, then when you do have to blow money on taxes, you have it. Like, yeah. So yeah, man. So we have a lot. So finance is how you deal with your money. So I teach people to get in those two basic habits. If they're good, then we make it more like, yeah, I have a family fund where me and my wife, here's how we do it. Like people have these uh, interesting ways of sharing with their spouses mm-hmm. My wife and I have the same splits. It doesn't matter who makes what. It doesn't matter if she makes 10 grand a month and I make $10 a month. We do the same splits. And it's like we both put in a percentage to the house fund, which covers our rent and groceries. 
for example, let's say we put in 25. That's not our real splits right now. Let's just say we choose 25 each. Mm -hmm. It is fair if we're both working. It doesn't matter who makes what. So like if I make more, you can't be like, oh, well, you make more, so you should pay more. It's no, we're both equally putting in the same amount of, of honest energy and money that we are earning 25%. And we don't care about anything. There's no emotional attachment. It's just that fun covers those things. She goes buys groceries. That's where she, she does her gas. Like I do. That's where that goes. It doesn't, we always have money for those things. And then, you know, we have money for a house fund. We're saving to build this house in the mountains. We've been doing it for years now. So people want to buy a house. You know, in the U.S., you need 10 grand to go. You don't, you don't have 10 grand. Well, sorry, but you're going to have to start saving for three years straight yeah. and, and create. And that's just the truth, you know, and yeah. you will then have it. But if you never save money, you'll never have money. So you'll never be ready if you never have your splits. Yeah. So, like, if you want to travel the world, you can put 5% away to a travel fund. You want to go have vacation with your family, you always have money for it. It's not like... You set your splits up. I have like six splits. And in the end, I take like 10% as extra, 15% for just me to go just whatever. Mm -hmm. But if, and see, the thing is, that's all I need because actually the money goes to the proper places. It's more organized that way yeah. rather than yeah. I got to go buy groceries and this and that. So you don't need really anything at what you need, you know, you can, you can do it. And if you don't, if you're not making enough money to where that makes sense, you can't do this place. Cause that's always the thing. It forces you to make more money. It's not don't oh. do it because I don't have the money. It's make more money so you can do your splits okay. proper. So it forces you to earn more and then you save and you always have more. And then eventually you reinvest your saved money and to where you can create assets Right. That's what Robert's thing is. Mm -hmm. That will pay your base expenses. That's how you get out of the rat race. Yeah. Your assets pay your base expenses. And uh, so, yeah, like once you get like two grand, whatever your stuff is, three grand, four grand of passive income a month from assets. And it's OK if it takes you 10 or 20 years to create that money machine. It's OK. That's what everybody needs to know, because everybody's trying to do it in two years. And it's hard sometimes. Sometimes it's easy. But the truth is. Consistency wins and it might take you 10 or 20 years, but don't stop because it will work. And if you can, like I'm trying to quote unquote retire by the time I'm 40, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm, okay. 30, I'm, thir I'm, I'm 34. I'm never going to retire. Okay. What I mean is I'm out of the rat race for sure. Yeah. I have enough passive income constantly coming in that I could choose to not work for, for sure if I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. So I feel like it's smarter to have like a 20 year goal like that. If you're like a young 20 year old and you're trying to do this, like, you know, you try to do it by the time you're like 40, but there's also other stuff about that, about taking vacations and, you know, everybody needs to read, um, everybody, everybody needs to read Tim Ferriss' book, Four Hour Workweek. I'm familiar with I it. I've not read it, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah. I read it like 10 years ago, COVID didn't interrupt anything I'm doing. All these money books say that they say when there's a big crisis, why is there people who have a hard time? And then there's people yeah, who don't, right? Yeah. They all talk about it. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you that I read Tim Ferriss's book 10 years ago and I had zero interruption. I had, I had, I had missed money, but I was totally set, man, because I do those things and I'm not trying to say to be mean to anyone, but I have been teaching this stuff and I just want, you know, it's like, it's important information. It's like, you got to get real. Like what this dude is saying is beyond the structure of what society is giving you. And if you never look outside of it, 
that's what the whole movie the matrix is about yeah you can't yeah. see you can't see beyond the matrix you're just stuck in the matrix and don't realize you have a soul and you can literally create whatever you want for example you know what i mean yeah so anyway man it's a lot of stuff but uh that'll get you guys mind thinking if anybody has questions you can hit me up um later or something sure yourself, but Real quick, I know we're getting short on time. Uh, you touched on something earlier. You mentioned identity, and I've been. This is something I've been thinking about for the past couple of years now. Just really, really investing some time in like, who, who am I? What do I truly want out of life? What can I contribute? And pretty much everything that you've been sharing this past hour is it. It, it stems from who you are, Jared. And you've, you've, you've in so much said that kind of over and over and over again. And in, in, in like a several different ways. And I feel like I don't, I hope I'm not opening up a can of worms here, but where, how, and when did you begin to discover who you were? Like, I want to play guitar for eight hours a day. And like, I want to be a self-development coach. And, and everything that you shared today, where did all this start where you where you were like, this is me. This is how I can give back to the world. Yeah. I mean, one of the, you know, awareness is always the first step yes. to consciousness. Yes. So that means like the first time somebody made me do the same exercises, you know, the first time somebody asked me that, like, um, like doing the 20 year vision was huge. Having to write your 20 year vision, you're right. You have to do, there's an exercise. I'll tell you the exercise, right? You guys, if you want to figure out what you want to do with your life, I will tell you a very great exercise that will help. I'll tell you two. Another one, Jack Canfield, how'd you do? He says, what brought the most, to figure out your career, was like, what brings you the most joy in your life? If you can remember like some of like the happiest times you've ever been in your life, like let's say the top five happiest you've ever been, think about it, write it down. Mm. Then that tells you that, what's important and what you love real fast. You're more aware for sure. Like there's a good, clear path, but so that's one the helpful thing, but another, and I did that when I was teaching you, like literally at that time, Yeah. I was okay. studying a lot of personal development at that time, you know? And, um, and so, and I, and I also, I got to say, when I started meditating every day, which I was like 21, I learned about Holosync, which is this audio program of binaural beats. <laughs> and so I would use it every day and meditate with my neural beats uh, for 30, 22 minutes to a straight hour every single day. Um, so I was like 21. I started meditating every single day for like an hour or 30 minutes every day. And that changed my life. But there was another, there was a lot of things about it. I got to say, I think I've always known who I was. There's different times I've rediscovered it. I'm just a really weird person where I, I don't know I, I think I was three like I remember my dad asking this question about like a, like a big question about like some spiritual thing it was about like you know God and and, and stuff we were we grew up Catholic so okay okay so, so and I just I remember my sister her answer and I remember I was three I'll never forget it. and I remember my answer hmm. was like so wise and mature like in some weird way like I just knew and I still feel like that. I just still feel exactly the same way. And that's me saying, like, I've always known who I was. Like, is that a moment was like, 
man, I just, I just know what I like. I just like to do the things I like to do. And it's important to just do the things you love. That's the title of our last album. Do the things you love, the things you, the things we love. And that's a song. And it's let's just do the things we love. It's literally about, that's, that's all you got to do is just do the things you love and make that your top priority. And then you will easily know who you are. You just make that your top priority. Do not suppress your your the things that you love for whatever ridiculous reasons that you can find. Because there's just don't even waste your time. Don't think. Just do it. Feel. Because you're part of thinking is feeling. There's an emotional, instant understanding. You feel something, you know it. You just experience it. That's not the mind one. That's physical. It's actually a metaphysical too, I think because of the vibrations and stuff that are moving through your body and the energy is moving because you can feel it in your gut and like you can feel your body your emotions of your body too like magnets like electricity or something but um yeah i don't know man these these times when i ask these questions so i guess that was around then after high school i mean even before i knew but after high school i started i, I realized that i was like not studying enough and I was like, probably should get more serious. So I started, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was in, I was in Marine Corps ROTC for four years too, oh, which okay. was massive. Okay. Yeah, because that's, that's really part of my personal development. And I was also in kickboxing when I was young. I learned a lot of discipline there. For two and a half years, I trained really hard straight, like all the time. And then, and then I did ROTC for four straight years. And I was uh, like, a, like I was a, a leader, you know, and there I was actually first sergeant company D first sergeant, which is pretty awesome. Huge rank. Yeah. One of the highest uh, enlisted ranks in that program. Okay. Anyway, but I was like the physical fitness teacher and leader for most of it. And we, we went to this huge competitions, first place every time. It was awesome. awesome. So there was a lot of personal development there, but I've always been teaching. I don't know why I've literally just been teaching my whole life. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just, that's like my natural gift. Okay. If I have any, yeah. that's, I don't know why. I just can't help it. I just do. Like, I remember teaching this kid how to do like this 360 on a bike when I was like so young. I couldn't even do it. But I was just like helping him with the perspective, I guess, you know, another perspective. But still, it's like, I don't know what it is. So then I studied all these guys, tried to become smarter, mind power books, all this stuff. Like, wow, ah, led me into all this crazy stuff and meditation and and then personal development and that helped me. So doing these classes were huge and everybody who was doing them at the time were much older and they were always like, man, you're so lucky you know this stuff at such a young age. So let's say in my early twenties, I really dove very deep into my programs, into all these things with many people. And that really, really helped me find the truth of who I am. I guess there's another massive moment during, during one of those seminars where I was like, really understood that yeah just like just honestly who i was and to be that and uh so i so it's very important to explore yourself and to ask these questions and write things down and just explore and the, the, here's what trips people up the most because they're afraid because they're judging themselves mm -hmm. so they're too afraid to write down what they think because they're you have to not care at all. It is what it is. You have to look at something unbiasedly. You have to look at yourself completely unbiasedly. Like, like about habits, like another exercise, like have you like, what are your top 10 good habits? What are your top 10 bad habits? 
Don't have an emotional attachment and be afraid to be honest. Just write them down. You don't have to show anybody. Who cares? It's true. It's okay. And, you know, because most people will, they're not going to write certain things down. They're too afraid to be honest for whatever reasons. It's emotional. But have get away from your emotions when it comes to that and look at yourself unbiasedly and explore. Uh, and then explore what do you want with your life? What do you want to do? What's your legacy? What, what's your contribution to the world? What do you want to, how do you want to contribute? What, what skills do I have? What are my talents? And how can I contribute to the world with them? Because that's how I need to contribute. Not by doing this or that. Like I'll work with somebody if I believe in what they're doing, because I know it's going to create a butterfly effect. So what is someone doing? If I believe it, if it's what I'm, if it's my same thing, like if somebody comes to me and they're like love kung fu music lessons, they're all about kung fu and music, and they're like a musical master, and they also love this, and like that's their stuff, and they have their own company. Let's say it's not even mine. Like whatever it was, their own thing, and and we both see eye to eye. Like we can get away from ego. We can just say, ah, we both love this. Let's expand it in the world, because that's how it works. Like I'm a droplet of the in the sea of reality of the consciousness of you have a consciousness. I have. I'm a little piece of water, a little drop, you're a drop. And all the humans combine, like we're this big ocean of energy, of moving energy. So the more energy you have behind one idea, the bigger it will expand and gain momentum. It's like a snowball, it will, it will expand. So that's how you can expand your business and your dreams. You get more people involved, tell people what your dreams are. Because if I say, come from music lessons, creating the music monastery is my dream. That's my dream, right? I think about it, but now you know it. Yeah. Now it's yeah. in your mind. And then now it's in the minds of anyone who's watching this. And that's bigger. And then it's in everyone else I've ever told. The more people I tell, the more real it is in the world. It's Even though it's metaphysical, because you're just thinking about it, it's a more energy. So the more energy you put behind one thing, the bigger it will become. So if you want to, whatever you want in the world, you need more energy behind it with other people, other things. If, and so how do you want to contribute, you know? So we're contributing with personal development right now and like expanding people, helping them find themselves, whatever it is. And this is a beautiful thing to be creating because it's good to get real and get, get honest with yourself and figure this stuff out. There's nothing better than that. Yeah. If everybody does it, then we will become, <laughs> you know, we will we'll become more pure heart of the universe. That's like beating and moving this whole, whole ship, like what's happening everywhere in the world. Yeah, everybody should figure out what their ego is and learn to understand that it's not the pure truth to who they are. It's mm. not their soul because most of us are run by our ego. Mm. And uh, so that's important to understand, like imagination, ego, you know, fear, intuition. These are big elements of the self beyond the basic senses that need to be attached to those in terms of self-awareness and emotions this is a part of self-awareness and when you explore all of those you start to know who you are that's what i'm saying and you can catch yourself i know when my ego is yeah. speaking for me i know when anger or this this low level consciousness thing that is not the truth of who i am is trying to is, is working with me and i can say oh whoops that's not real i'm not going to resist you People you know, have, a, have a habit of arguing just because they don't even realize it's a habit. That's ego. It's like we don't have to resist or be this way. or It's not necessarily who we are. It's just actually literally a 
a false habit sometimes. Sometimes we, we get into habits, uh, egotistical habits that we don't realize because your subconscious runs your conscious life. So that's why it's important yes. to understand what you're feeding your subconscious because you're going to create that. So what you think about, you will become more of it. So if you want something in your life, think about it more, 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 do it more, 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 you'll become it more. But we get into habits and if, and if, and if the ego gets into habits and we don't even recognize it, because a lot of people don't even recognize it, then, then we can get into a lot of trouble. Once you can start to recognize your ego, sometimes you need it for certain things. Um, like you can use it in a good way too, of course. Um, but when it's not working in a good way and you don't even notice it, ooh, that's where there's a huge issues. That's why people are talking trash and, and to people for no reason and just, it's not real. When you get down to who you really are, it's like, oh, I love you. Oh, yeah. We're all here together. And that's like, there's nothing. There's just nothing. There's nothing but love and gratitude to be alive. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so self-awareness, all of these things are included in terms of self-awareness and reality. And they should all be explored and respected. And, uh, and um, yeah, I think there's so much. But... Uh, yeah, man, you guys go out there and get your dreams, <laughs> you know, do what you, just be yourself. That's the main thing. Well, like you were saying, if you're not aware of who you are, what you truly want, what you value, that makes you much less vulnerable and susceptible to those outside voices. Like you were saying earlier, if you're merely living your life based on the expectations of others or the demands of others, whether it's society or, or, or family, whoever, if you truly are aware of if you truly are aware of your identity you can truly rely on that versus because you're you're going to be kind of jerked about basically jerked all around by the voices and expectations of others yeah and it's important to know what you want to create in the world and to realize everything you do is like a vote toward that yes i love like, that you know it's like if i don't believe in something that's happening i just don't give attention to it mm. or um yeah because the more energy you get to the bigger it gets yes. right yes that's like like one of the largest issues in the united states is like the food industry with overproduction of animals right and that's why a lot of people are becoming vegan and a lot of like meat eaters don't understand that concept of why they would do that it's just because they're not putting their money there so they stop doing it so the, so the less if i put my money there then i make sure that production continues but if i don't believe in what's happening Maybe I want to eat meat, but I don't believe in what's happening there. So I don't put my money there and just don't do it that way. So, and now there's uh, there's like vegan pizza at Domino's. <laughs> Blows my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there, there it's, this is slowly changing. But the point is, it's like what you want to create in the world, what you believe in, you put your energy toward what you don't. You don't have to diss it and badmouth it because that is still putting energy toward mm. it and it's creating it. And the more you acknowledge anything, the more of it real it is. Yeah. So actually you can just like let it go and just do what you want to create mm. and it will expand, you know? Mm. But yeah, we have to just ask those questions. I want to say like, yeah, awareness, just be okay. If you don't know, it's okay to just ask the questions. It's okay to not know. It is okay. Just because you don't know doesn't mean you shouldn't answer the questions that's fear that's allowing fear to step in front of you being honest with yourself so you got to get comfortable with your own fears and understand fear and intuition sometimes it's hard to tell which is which 
and sometimes fear is just a good indicator of reality like it's like a oh don't go over there because uh there's a danger alert like it's like it's like letting you know it's an alert like there's this amount of danger yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're gonna die it yeah. just means oh there's danger there you yeah. might be oh okay but i'm still gonna do it yeah yeah <laughs> like skateboarding oh there's this amount of danger but you know <laughs> but but good job so there's so there's an alert there but sometimes fear works in another way which is uh just uh trampling our truth of who we are as well yeah. like trampling our desires you can't stop it's own Trying to stop the desire just because of fear. So it's important to ask questions. Who am I? And it sounds so stupid. People be like, that sounds so dumb. But you need to write, like, who am I? And just literally don't judge yourself. Let everything come out and write an entire page straight with no matter how what what it is. You don't have to show anybody. You can throw it away. But this is a way to understand who you are and to force yourself to be free and not overthink and just write. And like these type of things will help people figure it out, but it's a matter of doing it. And you can talk crap and not do it and not grow, or you can be open and vulnerable and honest and scared and that's fine and just do it and grow for real. So, and, and knowledge comes from true experience. So there's theory and there's practice. It doesn't matter how much theory you know, unless you're actually doing it, you're never gonna be the master. If I play 10 hours of guitar every day and you play 30 minutes every day for a whole year and then we both go have a solo battle, there's no way, there's literally no chance <laughs> this person over here yeah. is going to even have any bit of knowledge. Or if they just say, I like the guitar, but don't do anything. And this person's just, it's just going to be insane. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it doesn't matter. So, and, and that's the point about that is, you know what? You can write that same piece of paper a hundred times. The more you write it, the more clear it will become. And eventually you'll write the exact same thing every single time. Mm. You will know exactly what it is. So it's so important to not only do these things once. Like these exercises I've given you, yeah. that I've mentioned, I've mentioned many of them. Like I've done them all so many times. I play a major scale almost every single day for so many years. It doesn't mean I did it once and I, and I got it. No, I'm still learning and I'm crystallizing that knowledge by continuously doing it over and over that's what kung fu is all about you gotta master the foundation mm. so if i do my priming routine every day for years and years and years you know it'll be super crystal but it's got to be consistent and for literally years so if you're so people get afraid of like learning something new and they give up way too fast you gotta there's like long big picture small picture zoom in zoom out long term short term but you got to be in it for the long term you got to look at long term and short term chunk it up stay committed forever like those splits that's a lifelong habit it's not something i'm going to do for a little bit it's something i'll do for my whole life and i'll always have money because i always have money in my savings so i always save money and then if i have is some huge issue i saved yeah <laughs> i did my splits yeah and i didn't need a financial advisor to take my money <laughs> to do it not not just kidding because seriously they can make you money too of course, sure of course sure but i'm just saying like it's just having self-discipline. You can pay someone to discipline you or you can, and you should. It's important to have teachers and mentors and to do it for yourself. But if you don't actually do the work, then nothing matters. So that's why I won't talk to people who have not done the work and would like to argue about a topic and mm. have had any experience. I would not waste my time at all. Yeah. There's no point when someone wants to be knowledgeable over someone who has real experience. 
for real. Yeah. It's so funny. That's uh that's massive ignorance and uh, ignorance is important to understand humiliation. These are all important elements. We are all going to experience all of them. So it's okay. And it's okay. And in the end, we just try to be better and wiser every day and slowly more compassionate to ourselves and others. And, you know, just be real, be pure. Like just, you know, be who you are. Yeah. You know, give, focus on gratitude every day. That's the main thing. If you do nothing at all, just be grateful because gratitude will put your perception right back into reality. It's like, oh, life sucks. This is so hard. My bills and this and that. It's like, ah, okay, tell me five things you're grateful for. And then you're just like, oh, everything's okay. Yeah. Actually, it's all good. My mom loves me or, or my dog <laughs> loves me. Or, you know? Like, I, I got to, you know, I'm in the park. It's so beautiful right now. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. so gratitude is obviously a, one of the most basic fundamental things that will also help you figure out who you are. Because it will, it will snap pers- uh, reality into perspective quickly. So there's just so much stuff, you know. Um, but if, in the end, just, you know, it's important to, yeah, to just be ourselves. It's important to give ourselves the self-respect to follow your dreams. Yeah. That's why you're here. Otherwise, you wouldn't be thinking about the same thing all the time. If something is burning in you, you have to give it love and grow that plant. Like, give it attention, water it every day. Because it wants to be loved. For, you can feel it. And if you suppress it, then you, you, it's like that is why you were here. If you don't know why you were here, the things that are burning desires for you, that are that are like the honest ones that you like your passions that are, that are like in there because everybody has them, even when they're so suppressed they think they don't. They do. Just be honest about it and water that plant. Like give it a little tension every day, and then you will be doing yourself a favor and respecting who you are, because that's what you want. So we gotta. We got to do what we want. Self-respect, man. We got to put ourselves first. You know, people, that's another lesson people don't understand. Like, put yourself first. If you love yourself, you can love other people. If you, you don't love yourself, you can't love others. Like, yeah. people know that quote. Yeah. But it's like, this is, that's called, I call it self-respect. Mm. Like, I have to be myself. I have to be. That's respecting myself. I'm here for this reason. That's otherwise, the, the answers are always right. Their answers are way before the mind. You see, some people have a bad habit of overthinking, and uh, and it's okay, and because um, they're more um, analytical brained, which is fine, because uh, you can use those two very great strengths. However, everyone needs to have some sort of balance and to understand things like that, because overthinking will just lead us in a spiral of nothingness. When when you keep thinking about overfeeling, like start feeling. Your truth, your intuition is speaking all the time. Yeah. Like we can feel it. So we have to trust that uh, emotion and intuition and get in touch with those things. It's so important, you know. Yeah. That'll tell you who you are too. <laughs> you just can't ignore it and be like, oh, that's just that. It's like, no, come on. You know you feel something in your stomach or whatever. Like you can feel something on your body, you know. Yeah. It's real. So, yeah. Love it, man. Where where can people connect with you? Where can they find out more about you, Kung Fu Music, all that? Kung Fu Music Lessons. Just Google it. Kung Fu Music Lessons at Gmail. I'm re-setting my website right now. Facebook, doing Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Two Cities, One World, my band. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Go to my concerts. 
can take lessons with me online anywhere in the world. And if people want personal development lessons, they can, they can do my program. Like it's possible. I will do something. Sure. I don't want to do so much, but it is possible. Yeah. And where, where should they contact you for, for that? Well, my sites are all, uh, so just Jared Couture, just look me up, Jared Couture at Gmail or any of those other platforms that I suggested. All of my songs are honestly personal development lessons. Nobody knows. Just listen to my album, The Things We Love. All the messages are in there, you know? So I, I give those lessons. Yeah. I didn't stop. I just put them in my music so I can enlighten the world. And so you and Anna have five albums. Well, you and Anna, your, your band, yeah. Do Cities One World, you have five albums. Have you written all those songs? Um, well, okay, the first album up that we did together before we were officially Two Cities, One World okay. was Honest Songs, and we did collaborate, but I recorded on all of them. We recorded on my friend's studio, you know, I organized rehearsals, made all the charts, like we worked on them together. But Anna did write most, almost all of the songs, lyrics and music. Oh, I wow. wrote the music on one song, on Up, okay. nine songs. It's, she didn't write this music on one. She wrote seven songs, all the music and, uh, and uh, nine songs, lyrics. Um, and then everything else, we became two cities in the world, and that's when we wrote together. So I write all the music. She writes all the lyrics. Sometimes she can, she writes the music stuff too. She's writing her own songs still, and I write my own songs. And we we just give each other our music too when we write it individually. Yeah. And we uh, it's all ours. But but yeah, I wrote all the music for all that stuff and tons of other music for people. I could write music and jingle. I wrote like tons of jingles for businesses. Okay. All kinds of stuff, man. But yeah, we write it. So that's where I get to be the artist. Like Kung Fu Music Lessons, I'll show you here. Check this out. You're going to like this. I'm all into uh, philosophy in a way. I guess I prefer to philosophize. Yeah, yeah. Symbols are cool. So for example, every student of mine gets this. It's okay. the yin-yang. Yeah, yeah. But actually, but yin-yang is actually four elements because, you, you know, normally it's a white and black circle yeah this is, this is black and orange let's just say but inside of the black you have part of the orange and inside the orange you have part of the black so that's why it's always really four things and the kung fu music lessons it's like first i'm the student i am the student so as a teacher as the creator i have that's the thing is like we diminish the ego to being a student like i'm a lifelong musical student that's the main thing but everybody needs to teach too because it helps them understand better hmm. so yeah. i'm a student and I'm a teacher. Both those things help me learn faster. But then I get to use that information as an artist. I'm the artist. See, there's two cities, one world. Mm, okay, right? yeah. Because I get to use what I'm learning. And I do have private teachers of my own. And I teach. And so then I use what I learned from my teachers and what I'm teaching to create songs. And then I perform them. So you're the student, teacher, artist, performer. All okay. four of those are necessary elements to being a professional musician. Yeah. Like you'll always make money. You'll have enough money because you make money from performances and from teaching. Yeah. And then you get to learn new stuff and constantly grow and get better and create art. And that's where your true self comes out. I'm an artist. Mm, yeah. I'm a real person. I'm going to write my, my, my truth. And then I'm going to go perform in front of people. Yeah. That's so cool, man. So, yeah. So those are the... So I train, that's how I do my program now, man. I've evolved so much since we, yeah. since we done lessons. My, my whole like curriculum is just way insane, so cool. but uh, yeah, so fun stuff, man. I love it. 
Do you have your guitar close by? The the new one. <laughs> Which one do you want? The 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 carved one. The strap. You see the dragon guitar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what, man? It's it's actually at a luthier's house right now. Well, that's okay. <laughs> uh, because uh, I'm I'm still trying to get it, but otherwise, this is what I would play. And my whammy bar is not on here. Okay. okay. Which is gold, and it looks so cool. Oh yeah. Oh this my goodness. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Got a gold Beautiful. whammy bar. Floyd Rose here. Uh, but yeah, the dragon guitar is uh, it's 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 getting its third renovation. Oh seriously. <laughs> it's already. Well, the guy built it, and then I took it to to another person, and then I took it to another person, and I'm taking it to another person, and hopefully at the end, it's going to be modded out and really feel great. Yeah. I really want to start playing. It's incredible. It is so beautiful. And that dragon guitar, I'll show you. Here's the musical monk holding the dragon guitar. What does it mean to be a, a musical monk? That's the whole thing. And it's really emulating this poster. Okay. So yeah. I wanted to create a real one. 24 frets, Kung Fu guitar. Yeah. It's just stuff to think about. Musical words. 24 frets represents two octaves. There's there's more to it than that, too. But uh, so I wanted to create like the Kung Fu music lessons guitar. Yeah. And and it looks like my poster. Yeah. And then my and then I wanted to create a chain, or then I wanted to create them for my students, so the students can buy one. And we can have this, the Kung Fu music lesson guitar. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's so cool. Yeah. So I'm working on it. It's, it's all part of my visions and stuff, but yeah. you know, it's just, that's what I'm saying. Like it takes time. We have to keep moving forward and, and it's okay. You know, how long it takes is okay. Don't worry. Just keep moving. It's okay. If it takes me 10 years before that's real, I will keep doing it. It's okay. If it takes me 20 years, I will keep doing it. And eventually I'll leave a legacy and I'll die. And there will be tons of awesome dragon guitars everywhere. And my company will continue. And they keep getting their cool dragon guitars, you know? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's all good. So it's okay if it takes me 20 years, you know? It might be two years though. Who knows? Sure. We'll see. Well, that's one word that keeps one word that keeps coming back to me throughout this conversation is patience. Patience is key when it comes. That's that's something that a lot of people don't talk about in the personal development companies. And mm-hmm. uh, and I just that there's certain things about the industry that I wasn't digging, and I, I just try to be real. Like it's okay. Like things are gonna take time. I like that. Like it's okay, but you gotta be. The most thing is consistency and, and commitment. Learning about commitment. What does that even mean? Learning about your own commitment level to different things. Mm. How committed are you? How truly are you to whatever you say you are? Like commitments on all levels. If I say I'm going to meet you at five, if I say I'm going to meet you here at two thirty, my time. Yeah, yeah. Am I? How committed am I really to yeah. that? Did I show up exactly at two thirty? It was like two thirty-one. Guess I wasn't that committed. <laughs> I was pretty close. You know what I mean? But I thought it was dead on. I was. <laughs> it, honestly, it probably was actually two thirty. <laughs> Because I, I, I did, you know, but I'm just saying like, yeah, that's about keeping your word. So yeah. there's a lesson about keeping your word. And then that also ties into your commitment. And you can see how committed you are to stuff by just just looking unbiasedly at yourself and how you are with keeping your word mm-hmm. and all the time on, on every level, big and small, because the big and small are the same. Because if I act this way on this little tiny level, when the big stuff happens, I'm going to do the same thing. It's literally the same. So we got to practice keeping our word with like really basic stuff mm. and understand that that's going to translate to the important stuff as well. Yeah. 
So commitment, patience, consistency, you know, a grandmaster. Kung Fu music lessons, Kung Fu means mastery through time and effort. That's what it literally translates to. Hmm. Mastery through time and effort. People heard a 10,000 hour rule. That's yeah. cool. Dude, Kung Fu, the real monks, the Shaolin Temple train eight hours a day, seven days a week. Minimum. There's Because they train four, uh, four two-hour sessions. Okay. And then that's like class is over. That's like this curriculum. Outside of that, there's nothing to do. Most of them keep training. Mm. The laziest ones train for eight hours a day. The laziest ones. Okay. The ones who really love it and want to keep getting good, they train more because there's nothing else to do. So 10 years of that, you become a master. 20 years of that, no, 20 years of that, you're like a, you're a real master. Yeah. 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, now you're becoming a grand master. Yeah. You're like, then you become like a great grand master or something like that after like, you know, 60 years. It's about, see, that's a lifelong commitment to mastery. And that's what Kung Fu is. And that's the truth. So that's just how it is with everything. Like I'm going to do my splits for my whole life. I'm going to exercise for my whole life because I know I need to. I'm going to play guitar for my whole life. I'm fully committed to who I am and all of my dreams. And I'm flexible. Got to go with the wind. Like where are we going? Some things might change. But, and that's another massive lesson. It's like, that's why I do those goals like that. Mm. So I do annual, then quarter every three months and then every week. So then it's weekly updates. Because you'd be so surprised how people say they're committed to something and three months later, they're not even two weeks. Depends, you know, but if you stay committed to the same goal for years and years and years, and I have documentation on all these spreadsheets for my students and myself, you can really see the true path, yeah. you know. Ah. But yeah, patience and like lifetime commitment and no worry if it's like here or there. Just everything is in your mind. So you can have anything you want at any moment. So you can at least you can visualize your dreams if you feel like I don't I'm not where I'm at. And you can have a bit of a taste. Yeah. But but how much why why to over want? You know what I mean? So it's like it's just so crazy yin yang thing. There's like this paradox of everything. At this point, I know I'm getting older because I'm starting to say the things that the old people say, which is <laughs> which is just like i'm just happy to make it another day and i yeah. just really get that so much more now like even though I'm, people will laugh at me and tell me i'm young you know but like it's it's just this man it's like that's why everybody you know it's always like you got to do what you're doing today like there's no other time but now like there's no other day but today like don't wait till tomorrow because you might not be here you know yeah. so and so just so we have to enjoy the journey and no, it's all, it really is all about the journey. But I'm in it for the long, long haul mastery journey with like, try to be real humble the whole time. So I'm always like, I can't wait. In 10 years, I'm going to be so good. In 20 years, I'll be so good. I'm going to be so good when I'm 60. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, like I, people are like, but you're so good right now. I'm like, well, man, whatever. <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way. Sometimes I feel like a complete beginner, you know? Yeah. It's like, whatever, but who cares? Just have fun and do the thing you want to do and do it for your whole life and you'll be happy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anything you want to share before we hop off? I think I said a lot, man. <laughs> I just want to say thanks so much for having me. I'm so thanks, happy man. to reconnect with you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm so happy for you, man. You're just, you know, I also, you're so cool. Like, I think you, you, you seem to be very successful doing everything you want. And Thank I'm you. always thought you were amazing and 
I'm so happy to uh, to see that you're yeah grown into such an amazing person as you always have been. But it's fun. We're on our journey. Yeah. And we're having a good time. So I'm happy. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate that. It means a lot. And I, I I respect you, man. I have a lot of respect for you. I appreciate you, man. So okay. appreciate you taking this time. And I uh, definitely want to stay in touch with you. We might have to do this together again because, like, there's like a. I, we didn't even talk a lot about music. I I would still have to do that at some points, but we can do that another time. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, hey, thank you so much, man. We'll we'll keep in touch, and you have a great rest of your day. Okay. Thank you. You too. All right. I really wish that conversation could have gone on for another hour, so we could have talked about music. But maybe we'll have Jared on another time to cover that topic. Shout out to Jared for coming on the show. We'll have his contact information in the show notes, as well as links to where you can find his music. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram, at Inquire Inside. Thank you all so much for tuning in today, and we'll catch you next time.